0: greenie with mike greenberg the podcast
1: oh my there were some ugly ugly things to see in football this weekend there were some great things to see in football this weekend and we've got them all for you it is canty and carlin in for greenie on espn radio on espn plus we are presented by progressive insurance plus we are just a little over 72 hours away from the life of Christopher Arthur Canty changing forever as his wedding is approaching this coming Friday. The hours tick down. How are we feeling at the moment?
2: Big fella, we got a lot of drama leading up to the big day. A lot of stuff going on. The latest bit of drama, the caterer. But we got plenty of time to get into that. But we got to talk about the caterer.
1: Don't let me forget to tell you what the caterers tried to pull off yesterday. Don't you dare worry. We will get to that in short order. But right now, let's roll. Here we go. Go, go.
0: Only one place
1: to start.
3: The list is what determines who matters in this business.
1: The
0: Green List.
1: It is a Green List, and it is the bottom five to start today for Chris Canty. One place to start is brought to you by our friends at ZipRecruiter. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash greenie. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Chris has a top five and a bottom five, and we are starting the show with the bottom five things that he saw in the NFL over the last few days, this weekend, week two, technically, except for one or two teams, Jacksonville and, and the Raiders, uh, of the preseason, let's have it. Your bottom five things, because we on this show choose never to start with positivity.
2: All right, well, let's kick it off. Starting off the bottom five. Let's do it. Let's do hit, hit number five. Number that's five. Me. I mean... There we go. There we You know, I got to wait on the sounder because it's not official with the list until we have the sounder. And I forgot to hit the sounder. Something. Yeah, you forgot to hit the sounder. I don't want to throw you under the bus. I was I was actually talking about the guys behind the glass, but I digress. Here we go. Let's Number start with five. something that we saw last night. What we saw last night was Kyle Pitts showing that he was a unicorn. But there was also an ugly side to that, which mm. was the guy that was covering Kyle Pitts, one Bryce Hall From the University of Virginia, and I hate to go Virginia on Virginia crime, but we got to talk about it, Carlin, when Lewis Riddick is saying, man, it's a rough night for Bryce Hall because the Atlanta Falcons offense is targeting him on every opportunity that they got. It's not a good thing when your cornerback is up there at the top of the tackles list. It just isn't. And last night, Bryce Hall had a really rough outing. There's a reason why the New York Jets went out and used a top five pick on Sauce Gardner it's clear that they're going to need him because Bryce Hall, the starter from a year ago, he's not
1: that dude. Yeah, but if they wanted him to be another guy, that was not a good sign in any way. Not at all. Keeping it moving to number four.
0: Number four.
2: Yes, we got to start with Jacoby Brissett in the Browns' decision not to play Jacoby Brissett during the preseason. Now, Carlin, correct me if I'm wrong, but the preseason is supposed to be the tune-up to get guys ready to go in the regular season. A lot of questions at the quarterback spot with the Cleveland Browns organization, you know that Deshaun Watson is not going to be available for the first 11 games. This was the first preseason opportunity that the Browns had with that piece of information, and yet you choose to let Josh Dobbs and Josh Rosen get all of the reps and not have Jacoby Brissett out there for a series, maybe two? You got to get the guy ready to play in the regular season week one. It's not as if you're going you're gonna to start off week one going up against a slouch of a defense. You're talking about the Carolina Panthers, which was a top-five defense from a year ago. So you would want to make sure that your quarterback is in a pretty good groove. And it, I just don't know how you get there without playing him. And here's the thing. Everybody's saying Jacoby Brissett is a veteran, Carlin. The last two times we saw Jacoby Brissett with a large sample size in the National Football League, 2017-2019, when he was starting for the Colts, he played 15 games in both of those seasons. The team had a losing record in his starts in both of those seasons, and he finished with the 21st-best QBR and the 26th-ranked QBR in those respective seasons. Not great, Bob. Not great. Moving number right three. along. All right, number three. Carlin, the hits keep coming for the Bucks offensive line. I just At some point, you worry – if it becomes too much for this group to overcome, I, I get that they had a lot of moving parts this offseason. They moved on from Alex Kappa. Ali Marpet retired. They did re sign Ryan Jensen, but he ends up getting hurt early in training camp. They traded for Shaq Mason to help hold down one of those guard spots. But Aaron Steny, the guy that we saw start some games at guard for the Bucks last year, he tore his ACL and his MCL, and now he's out for the season. So, Again, the hits keep coming for this Buccaneers offensive line. A lot of turnover with that guard center guard trio. And that essentially makes up the fabric of the pocket. And you're talking about a quarterback that's stationary in Tom Brady, you know, having to sit behind potentially a shaky interior offensive line. You got to be at least a little bit concerned for the Buccaneers. Number two. Number two, you're listening to the bottom five, the green list on Greenie. Of course, this is my bottom five, Chris Canny. And number two, one of the worst things I saw was the New York Football Giants starting quarterback, Daniel Jones. And it wasn't that Daniel Jones threw a bad pass when he threw an interception. It's just the decision to throw that pass in the first place. Carlin, he threw it to Daniel Bellinger on a crosser. The guy was in triple coverage. Triple coverage. There was a defender underneath. There was a defender over top. And there was a safety that was looming in the area. And lo and behold, the ball tips off of Daniel Bellinger's hands and right into Dax Hill's hands. And here's the thing. With Daniel Jones, the decision-making is the biggest issue. It's not about the ability or the talent because all of the tools are there. It's just his decision-making. That's what leads you to have 49 turnovers – through your first three NFL seasons, you thought that this was something that could get better under Brian Dayball, and yet it feels like it's more of the same. So for people saying that Daniel Jones had a great outing in his second preseason game, I didn't see that. But maybe that's just me. Number one. The worst thing I saw oh. in the NFL preseason week two, mm. the Chicago Bears offensive line. Oh, The Chicago Bears offensive line is porous to say the least, Carlin, it's porous. I, 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 Justin Fields wasn't in there for a long time, but every single time he dropped back to pass, he was under duress. Even when their offensive coordinator, Luke Getze, tried to move the pockets with bootlegs and rollouts, you're still talking about Justin Fields having a defender in his face and trying to compete a, complete a pass. Last year, no quarterback had a higher contact rate than Justin Fields. No quarterback, not even Joe Burrow, who was sacked 58 times, had a higher contact rate than Justin Fields. Carlin, this offensive line for the Bears is going to get Justin Fields killed. They're going to get him killed. I, I I don't know what other way to say it. It's one of the worst, if not the worst, offensive line in all of football. And right now, with Justin Fields, I'm just praying that he can survive his second season. Because there is a silver lining to the strategy that the Bears are trying to employ to employ to rebuild this program. But it involves Justin Fields surviving this year. And behind that offensive line, I'm not sure he's going to be able to do it.
1: You know, I really That's try. It. That's the list. I, I really try, Chris. And I think it's a great list. Because I really try during the preseason to not be influenced by too much of what I see. Because I am a big believer that when you get too influenced by what you see in the preseason, you end up looking silly. That, to me, though, is is an instinct that I have to go against with a lot of your list. I'd like to confirm a lot of my suspicions with your list. I agree with you on virtually everything. It confirms my suspicions about the Bears having a chance to be potentially the worst team in football this year. And wow. I hate to say that. I really do. I I think there are so many different uh, little items that could be fallout uh, from that. I think that Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus believe in Justin Fields for the long term, but I don't know how they're supposed to evaluate him when that offensive line is what it is. And if he goes out and doesn't have a great season and doesn't take uh, take a a very big positive step forward – How much of that can I put on him, and how are they going to look at this next year when you have a quarterback-rich draft and a team, or rather a management, uh, that did not draft Justin Fields? I, I really worry about that situation. I worry about the Bears right now being one of the worst teams in football. What you're saying is confirming a suspicion. Daniel Jones and the Giants, that is absolutely confirming his suspicion. And it wasn't a suspicion. I mean, we, we've seen it for the first, <laughs> first few years. It was. There's a difference between suspicion and fact, right? Daniel Jones yeah. just isn't that good. And that's when he's on the field. And that, that's still a big win because he hasn't been able to stay healthy. I don't think he'll stay healthy this season. I think that – I don't think it'll be by midseason – but I think by the last third of the year, you could be looking at December and early January for the Giants, where Tyrod Taylor is the starting quarterback. I absolutely. Now, is consider. that
2: just to ensure that you lose those games to improve draft position? I'm going what, to either. What is the A, impetus to start Tyrod Taylor.
1: The impetus to start with Tyrod Taylor will be you already have your answer on Daniel Jones, or he's hurt again. One of those two things mm. I would expect. Well, you can set your watch to it. Daniel Jones is going to miss some time. Yeah, and you I think Daniel Jones...
2: Because he's missed time each of the first three seasons in the NFL. So there's and, that.
1: And he's going to miss a lot of time long-term because the Giants are going to cut him loose after this year. I think it'll be over for Daniel Jones. The Bucks offensive line. Chris, I'm starting to get really worried. You know, Tristan Wirfs is an oblique. We We all know that the oblique could be a week. The oblique could be a month and a half. Like, yeah. if we're in this spot now with the... With the other, Skinny and, and Ryan Jensen, you're not going to see Jensen for the whole season? Even though Skinny may not have won the job, it's depth. I, I'm i really no, no, no. wondering. We, we, could, but we could potentially see Jensen this year. It's just going to be
2: It's not going to be until November. Yeah, right. but I mean, yeah, but stinney has gone for the whole year.
1: Right, right.
2: He and, tore and, two, and two ligaments in his knee. He's gone.
1: Right. And it wasn't like uh, if I said Skinny was, could be back. I didn't mean that. I meant it the other way. Jensen could be. Um. And... That would be not until November at this point, which makes me think that maybe the Bucks are not a team that is going to be in the top two or three of the NFC this year. And that's hard for me to say. That's very hard for me to say. And I also, the Brissette thing, boy, I couldn't be more on board with you about this. What, what are we doing here? Are you, are you just planning on getting Garoppolo or not? Because if you are, just go and get him already.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's the thing I don't understand, right? When do we get to a world where Jacoby Brissett is above playing in the preseason? I, I don't understand it. He's a journeyman quarterback. He's a solid backup, but he by no means is a team's first player at quarterback one. So I don't understand why Kevin Stefanski doesn't want him out there at least getting some reps in the preseason.
4: Yeah, that I, only makes
2: sense. I mean, you're playing Deshaun Watson in the week one of the preseason. Why wouldn't you play Jacoby Brissett? once you find out that watson's unavailable for the first 11 games that only makes sense
1: it really it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever and when you said that about watson he's not going to play in the rest of the preseason because we got to get the percent ready what what, what exactly was that about I, I it's it's mind-numbing but you're once again your list top notch for the bottom five the top five is coming up later in the show and on the bottom 5 the bottom 5 could change by the end of the day because it might it might include Chris Canty's caterer for his wedding 3 days from yes. now. Yes. It, it is Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus we are presented by Progressive Insurance. We are here to help you score big savings. To see how much you could save on auto insurance, visit progressive.com. So were other suspicions confirmed or Does one of our NFL experts see things a little bit differently? We will check in in just moments on the big stories around the league with Tim Hasselbeck, ESPN's NFL analyst, who will answer the question, are we being foolhardy about Daniel Jones, or is he actually, actually someone that is going to be gone very soon for the Giants? And is Justin Fields set up to fail? It's all on the way.
5: macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year head to macy's.com slash gift finder today that's macy's.com slash
4: gift finder this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. we all carry around different stressors i do you do we all do big small and when we keep them bottled up as i sometimes have had happen in the past it can start to affect us negatively therapy is a safe space for No additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greenie today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Greenie, G-R-E-E-N-Y.
0: Greenie, the podcast.
4: Catch you and
1: Carlin, ESPN Radio, in for Greenie. We are presented by Progressive Insurance The NFL's preseason week two. Now in the rear view, what to take seriously, what not to take all that seriously. ESPN NFL analyst Tim Hasselbeck joins us right now. Tim, Chris Garland, Chris Canty, we appreciate it as always. Let's start with what we saw last night uh, from the Jets. And listen, they didn't play a ton of their starters, but they certainly did show that they have some concerns on defense What have you taken away from the Jets so far in training camp and the first couple of preseason games?
3: Yeah, I mean, look, there's still a work in progress. And I think it's fair to say when you're not playing, you know, a bunch of guys that you're typically going to see on a Sunday, it is somewhat unfair to to judge them. But, um, look, They, I mean, I guess if we just were to, were to look at what we've seen this preseason, obviously the injury to Zach Wilson's not great. The fact that, you know, because of that, they're, they're not playing Joe Flacco, even though he'll start the season. Um, and then you look at, um, you know, just kind of the desire to improve because you look at the rest of the division and you say, okay, well, like, Buffalo's really good. Miami appears to have gotten better. New England uh, is still New England. Look, I think it'd be hard for anybody to, to to really have a very compelling argument that they aren't the fourth best team in their division right now. And so I don't believe that, uh, you know, anything this preseason has has changed that.
2: Tim, staying in the Big Apple, going over to Big Blue, Daniel Jones had his second preseason outing. He was 14-16, 116 yards. Did throw that one interception, but through the first two preseason games, What have you made of Daniel Jones' performance, and what do you expect from him this season?
3: Yeah, I think that it's been a good preseason. You know, Chris, part of what I am struggling with a little bit on preseason is, like, I'm trying not to overreact to preseason. You know, at the same time, I don't want to underreact to it. Look, 14 to 16 is great, you know, and uh, and he looks comfortable, and all that stuff's fine. I just think that we've kind of found ourselves in a, a situation where, like, Everyone's doing cartwheels for Kenny Pickett. You know, everybody's, uh, you know, say, like, Trey Lance, like, is he going to lead his team to the Super Bowl? Because he went four for five in a preseason game. Like, if we're using that same logic, like, then everyone should be saying that, you know, Marcus Mariota is, like, poised for, like, this amazing resurgence because he's had a great preseason. So, look, I just – Look, has it been good? Like, is it is, is it better than than going two for sixteen? Yeah, of course it is. Um, but I, I, you know, I'm not ready to to say, okay, like the Giants now are are totally rethinking this idea of of not extending Daniel Jones and making him the quarterback of the future. I think there's a lot of football uh, to be played, and I don't think that it's fair, you know, to say. Look, everything that's happened in the past is different now that there's a new coaching staff and new offense.
2: Talking with ESPN NFL analyst Tim Hasselback on Greeny. And, Tim, you brought his name up, Kenny Pickett. He, he had another great outing against the Jacksonville Jaguars this past weekend. What do you make of that quarterback competition, and who should be the week one starter for the Pittsburgh Steelers in your mind?
3: Yeah, well, here's what I'd say. All of the Pittsburgh quarterbacks have played well so far. So, like, Trubisky's played well, Rudolph's played well, and obviously Pickett. Um, in terms of who I would start, I would start Kenny Pickett for this reason. Uh, he's played a ton of football. He's got nearly 50, you know, collegiate starts. Uh, he's an experienced player who, basically, in some ways, has kind of been at his time at the University of Pittsburgh. Like, he was basically a pro because of because he graduated because he had the extra COVID year he's actually older than every quarterback taken in the 2021 draft in the first round. He's actually older than Jalen hurts who was taken in the previous year's draft. Who's going into his third year. Like Kenny Pickett is not in my estimation, a developmental prospect, you know, a guy that needs a year to sit and wait. I think he's a guy that's ready to come in and play. uh, And so for that reason, I just would rip the Band-Aid off and play Kenny Pickett. He appears to be ready. He's old enough. He's mature enough. He has enough experience. Uh, You know, I don't think that there's this added benefit for him to watch Mr. Trubisky start the first four games of the season.
1: Tim Hasselbeck joining us, ESPN NFL analyst, Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Uh, Okay, some of the other things in preseason, though, that – Tim, I think we could probably take seriously. One of them is the situation with the Bucks' offensive line. How will this affect what's going on with, with Tom Brady and the Bucks' offense this year?
3: Yeah, I, I think that, listen, not having starting offensive linemen is a problem. Right? You know, and and you get down into backups, especially a critical position. So, whether you're you're talking about your center and the communication that goes along along with that, or, uh, you know, guys that, you know, are tasked with, you know, blocking really talented edge players at the tackle position. Like, I think that's important. All that to say, like, let's go look back at the rosters that, that Brady had in New England. You know, it wasn't like every, you know, like all five guys were you know, perennial all pros. Uh, you know, Brady makes the guys up front better because uh, he gets rid of the ball quickly. He knows the problems of protection. And, and so I don't really view it as a huge problem for Brady. You want to tell me it maybe ends up a, as an issue in the run game? Uh, you know, I, I can buy that probably a little bit more. But I would just say this, uh, Chris, is that, you know, for me, if you were to say, okay, bigger concern. Chris Godwin's health or the offensive line? I'm going to say Chris Godwin's health. Bigger concern. Replacing Gronk, you know, figuring out how you're doing that, or the offensive line? I'm going to say it's replacing Gronk. So I actually believe that there are big issues bigger than their offensive line right now.
2: Talking with ESPN NFL analyst Tim Hasselback on Greeny. And, Tim, now that Carolina has named Baker Mayfield the starting quarterback for the season, what do you think the the potential upside is or, or the ceiling is for this Panthers team?
3: I think they may you know, I think they can win half their games. And so, you know, with an odd number of games, I think they win somewhere between, you know, seven and nine games. And um, I do think they'll get, you know, more stable quarterback play uh, out of Baker than, you know, what they had with, you know, just even just last year alone with with Donald and then injuries and and, and playing various quarterbacks, um, but I don't think that it's this drastic change uh, at the position where you know all of a sudden they're a, a double digit win football team. I, I just don't think that's the case, and I think in some ways it's just a foregone conclusion. Like the the you know the Panthers had Sam Darnold under contract you know he's, he's being paid a lot of money the fact that they were in the qb market you know meaning you know they were interested to see what was happening with deshaun they were interested in then what was going to happen with matt ryan the fact that they then you know kind of lurked around on the baker mayfield situation just led you to believe that they're not happy with sam and they were definitely going to make a move at the position
1: tim hasselbeck with us tim For me, last one, and this is just related to the Bears right now, are they setting up Justin Fields to succeed or to fail? I
3: don't think they have adequate personnel around him. So, you know, I guess for that benchmark, um, you know, setting him up to fail seems kind of harsh, but, like, do I feel as if, you know, they've done a lot to – really set him up for success the way that that other guys you know are set up for success no i mean just you know compare him to somebody like Jalen Hurts. like who's set up for more success uh if you're one of those quarterbacks and and i get that it takes time you can't do it overnight but um i i do think it'll be hard to evaluate him based on the supporting cast that he has around
1: him. all right i lied one last one and that's (laughs) Jacoby Brissett. We've been spending a lot of time on this. Mm -hmm. Tim, not playing him in the preseason, given what this situation is, how do you read this from a Brown standpoint? Is is it just about not getting this guy hurt? Is he in a good enough position with them uh, that they feel comfortable with where he is with the offense?
3: Yeah, they must be. I would have... I mean, if I were Kevin Stefanski, I would have played him. Now, I don't envy the situation Stefanski was in because, you know, you you have to get Watson ready to play. He didn't play last year. At the time that that he played him, he thought he was going to miss the first six games. You know, now it's, you know, the first 11 games. So at some point you did have to play Watson, and you've guaranteed him $230 million so you, You're only playing with starters. And so the challenge ends up being, well, you only want to play Watson and Brissett with the one. And so I just, I don't know how there's a good solution to the challenge that he was, he was faced with. I would have liked to see Jacoby Brissett at least get some work in the preseason. Um, I don't think that, you know, talk about scripting for success or failure. I don't think that it's setting him up for success not getting live preseason reps in a new offense, in new surroundings uh, in Cleveland. And by the way, now you're going to have to do it for 11 games. Yeah. You know, At the time, you, know, you made the decision to play Watson. You were thinking about six games, and when you look at the schedule, you thought, well, look, we might be able to be four and two because the first four are easy. The next four are not so much.
1: Tim, great stuff as usual. We appreciate it. Thanks. See you, fellas. Tim Hasselbeck, ESPN NFL analyst. Canty and Carlin and for Greeny on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Friends, we know the 2022 baseball season, it's rolling along, and you can be there to catch all the action live with vivid seats get out to the ballpark experience every home run every web gem every walk off and with vivid seats rewards you'll start earning free tickets from your very first purchase buy 10 tickets get the 11th one for free that's like getting 10 percent back on every ticket from the box office or from box seats rather to the bleachers vivid seats has got you covered with tickets at great prices all summer long. I've used them. They're outstanding. Easy as can be. Just use vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats, life happens live. If you haven't noticed, it's because my partner is a professional. But he is, as we have said, three days away from the wedding and he is a little bit on edge. Not because the wedding is here, he is at that position of, hey, I'm excited. Let's get to the wedding. But now, you have the classic situation, and many of us have been through this of the last minute vendor screw job. And that's what we are in right now. You've heard of the Montreal screw job. This is the wedding yes. screw job. And this has happened, I would say, to a good thirty to forty percent of people getting married. Explain.
2: Big fella, I'm crissed off right now. And here's a big be. reason why. It's not that I can't manage my emotions throughout this process, because when you're doing business, you realize, okay, there's some curveballs. People come at you sideways sometimes. It's just a part of it. But what throws me off is when my fiance, soon soon-to-be wife, gets flustered in the process and her emotions are all over the place. And you know this, Carly, because you've been married forever. When your wife gets emotional... That invokes some kind of emotion in you. Absolutely. That's what's happening with me right now with Blue Plate, who is supposed to be catering our wedding. Oh, so we are just flat out calling them out. (laughs) Oh, I'm calling them out. We're calling the people up to the front of the congregation. I've got to do it, big fella. And here's why. I've paid them a bunch of money. And I understand that because we have a wedding with over 200 guests. So it's not cheap. But to hit me on the week of the wedding, days before the wedding, the wedding is on Friday, they hit me yesterday afternoon saying, yeah, we need you to wire us $10,000 because our accounting team made a mistake and applied one of the payments to another event. And so we need you to wire us $10,000 without a phone call, without an explanation beyond that, just our accounting team made a mistake. You owe us ten dollars wire that to us. Oh, I said, I Are you this. Out of your mind, let's schedule a conference call with the wedding planner, my fiance and I, so we can discuss these charges that you said we haven't accounted for because I sent you final payment last week. And how do I know it's final payment, Carla? Because the invoice, which has, and I put the invoice number on the check, says final balance due. And on the check, I wrote final payment. So I'm paid up. I'm thinking the caterer is done. And then you hit me the week of the wedding saying, I owe you another 10 grand. Are you out of your mind? And then you say, well, I'm busy today. I don't know if I can schedule a phone call. Oh, well, tomorrow I'm busy too. What the hell are you busy with? My wedding is in three days. I'm your client. I've already paid you all your money. Pick up the damn phone. I don't understand it. it, it it's got me off, calling. It's crazy to think. That I've got to work around my caterer's schedule in order to have a conference call about my wedding, which I've already paid them for
1: to cater the event. It's absolutely ridiculous. You know, let's take them behind the curtain for a sec. No, I did it. not necessarily expect this to turn into this. I, d- I did when we were talking before the show. Well, you know, listen, weddings coming up. This is people can relate to the wedding. Let's 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 talk about this. I did not expect. Can't you to go flat out flamethrower and bring in the name and bring in everybody? And by the way,
2: if you if you hear me, yes, I'm talking about you on national radio in Chicago deserve it in Chicago. Chicago, You deserve it. Here's the thing, Carlin. Who does that? Who says in an email? You owe us another 10 grand. Wire that over today without a phone conversation. Who does that?
6: Apparently, blue plate
1: does.
2: Right, right? Are you out of your mind? Are I you crazy? So
3: they posted your payment to someone else's account, and instead of saying, our bad, we're going to fix this, it's not. Nah, nah, just send us over the money, and I'm too busy to talk to you. <laughs>
2: like, that, Right? No, no, exactly. No, no, exactly it. What? But there is a danger here, right?
1: Like... Because you are a
3: couple days away from the wedding, right? And Not only
1: that, like, did you just pay for Bob Stevens' retirement party from the place down the street? (laughs) Carlin, that's the other thing, Carlin. Where'd the money go, bro? Where'd the money
2: money go, go, bro? Where did the money go? Where'd it go? If you help wa- me out, because I need to know, you're Where in our
4: you're in our Chicago studios. When you
3: leave and you happen to see a catered event, your money might have gone to that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that, it might, it might have. <laughs> now, if might. you were me, you'd walk in the door. Who's catering this blue plate? Oh, I'm getting my money's worth right now. <laughs> start, <laughs> exactly. Start loading exactly.
2: up and bringing a tray like in there. Have some kind of VIP pass on all the events that they're having for the month of September.
1: Wow. I did not expect the, the company to get put on blast when we talked about they this. They deserved Nuno. it,
2: though. They deserved it, Carlin. They deserved they,
1: it. Apparently. Listen.
2: Hey, Carlin, in email, though, you can't. Is no. that not a phone fo- Guys, am I wrong for expecting no. a phone call? No. We made a mistake with our accounting. Our records show that you might owe us a little. We, You might owe us more money. But here, just go ahead and wire us to 10K and we'll figure it out from there. <laughs> what? What?
1: I tell you, that was that was something right there. I didn't even have to pour any lighter fluid on it. You no, know, no, I just handed him the match.
5: No, it's uh, it was very interesting. And I really appreciate that, <laughs> guys, guys,
1: guys. Am I am I tripping or if I, no. or am I within my rights to be upset? You you are within your rights because, not to get too deep into it, if you've been married, you know there's a chance that leading up to the wedding, when you get to the week of, that one of the people that you're dealing with, the flowers, the catering, whoever, is going to say, by the way, you owe us more money for this, or this is going to cost more than we expected, because they know that you don't want to have anything go wrong with your wedding this week, and they know that it is the most important day in most people's lives, one of the most important days, top five at least. So with that in mind... Let's see if we can squeeze them for a little bit more. Wow. So
2: basically, this is a bait and switch by the wedding vendors is what it is. It's a bait and switch. We're going to tell you it costs one thing, but then we're going to upcharge you the week of because we know you're locked in. We're too close for you to change, pivot, and make different plans. So we got you. That, that's what you're saying. It's a racket is what it is.
1: Allow me it's to a sum racket, this up. I
2: tell you. A racket. Uh,
1: allow me to sum this up. If you haven't cake problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got some cake problems, and blue plate is one. <laughs> <laughs> that is from Nuno. Well authored, my friend. Nuno. Canty Hilarious. and Carlin
5: in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
7: With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com.
0: Greeny, the podcast.
1: Tweets of support rolling in right now for Christopher Canty, at ChrisCanty99, at Carlin. In for Grinny today on ESPN Radio, Neil Ace is checking in. A vendor did the same thing to me and my fiance. I went off on the vendor over the phone. Problem fixed. In case you're just joining us, Canty went off moments ago because he is getting married this Friday, and the uh, the caterer Blue Plate, which we have now put on blast in Chicago, is trying to hose him for an extra ten grand at the last minute. Uh, DJD, Chris Canty just reached three octaves today. Another guy checking in. Listen, they won't get on the phone with you? What are they? The Lene Kakua of, of caterers. <laughs> <laughs> that from Steve on Twitter. Not, Not Carlin,
2: only that. Man, Carlin, is another one, good one. Can't believe y'all are doing my boy Chris Canty dirty like this three days before his wedding. And then here's the other one. Hey, what's today's blue plate special? Chris Canty's knuckle sandwich with a side of foot in your (laughs) 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 you-know-what.
1: Calls are rolling in, too, with that last-minute advice for Chris Canty. 888-SAY-ESPN. Here's Twella on the phone lines. Twella, what's going on? What do you have to impart on Mr. Canty?
6: Hi there. Um, Yeah, he said he was open to suggestions for his upcoming marriage. So I got a couple for him.
1: How about it?
6: Um, Yeah. Just remember that a happy wife makes a happy life. So you get maybe uh, 5% or 3% of things, only three or five things between now and the time you die, that you get to stand up and say, Hey honey, uh, I'm really I'm really serious about this. This is how I would like for this to go. Oh, Otherwise, wow. 95, 97% of the time you say, "Yes, dear. Uh, you're right." Wow. To whatever. Uh, because most of the time she just wants to vent to you.
1: Uh, I appreciate the call. Listen, I I thought that number is a little heavy, to be honest. 97? Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm going to I mean, 97%. 97%? So 2 to, two to 3% of the time, I'm going to get what I want. <laughs> I'm, so wait a minute. It's, wow. it's like betting the over on the Cowboys this year. I don't know about that.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that one either. But, big fella, you got more practical experience than I, obviously. So uh, what, what do you think the healthy ratio is in terms of what the wifey gets versus what you get? Or what you want.
1: I don't think there's a ratio. Or I a compromise? I, I don't it about think it's a finding a happy medium. Yeah, I think it... No, there's no compromise. Um, that's no, how no com- <laughs> Okay, so just dismiss that. There is no compromise. No, generally speaking, there's a winner and there's a loser in this. Uh, I would okay, not, got it. I, I would not put a, a statistical number on it. I would just say it's about picking your spots. And you'll be able to tell mm. as you get further in. The, the smaller things... If you are not 100% behind whatever it is you're, stand, you're fighting for, give up the fight.
2: So you just said don't put a percentage on it, then you said 100% behind something.
1: No, but if you're not behind something, that's what I'm saying. Well, okay. We'll get more into this, don't worry.
0: <laughs> Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN Plus. Also catch Greedy on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.